Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. live on Joy 94.9 Saturday afternoon from noon via the live stream at joy.org.au forward slash listen live or tune your wireless in Melbourne to 94.9. Love your afternoons. Joy 94.9. One, two, three, four. Use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, nail it, grade it, change the point it, to me, press it, snap it, work it, cook it, erase it, write it, cut it, paste it, save it, load it, check it, quick, rewrite it, plug it, play it, burn it, rip it, drag it, drop it, zip it, zip it, lock it, fill it, call it, find it, view it, code it, jam it, lock it, so Good afternoon, beautiful people of Melbourne and all around the world. It's four minutes past midday and it's Techno Gates. Here where we gaze into the world of consumer electronics, gadgets and technology here on Joy 94.9. Uh, I'm Raina. And uh, joining me today, according to Jim, is my voice, I suppose. Uh, we have uh, Michael. Hi there. And we have Mark. Hello. And the lovely Ty is joining us again. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, afternoon. It's oh, only just. Gee, good start. <laughs> I tr- I, can I just say, and I take exception to being, this is not techno babble. All right, Jim? Oh, oh Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we talk about tech. Sometimes it's just techno It's a lovely day, though, isn't it? Nice it is sunny. Good for Melbourne Day. Happy birthday, Melbourne. Melbourne. 179 years old today. No. I wish I looked that good at 179. <laughs> I'll, know, I'll know next year, won't I? I reckon she's had some Botox as well. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah. It is beautiful. Now, um, today, of course, we'll be talking about all the latest tech news. We've uh, finally heard from Apple about when they would like to have their next announcement. Mm-hmm. What are they announcing? Oh, my goodness. Who can say? Um, it's September 9th, which is the worst kept uh, date secret, I think, ever. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the rumours that are hovering around that, uh, some of the Samsung announcements. Uh, a few other companies have things going on. Sam who? What? Sam what? And <laughs> Amazon's Fire Phone. Ah, oh, yep. Fire, yeah. Mm, mm. What, a, what an interesting name. It is. Failed there first. Phone. Hopefully um, it's not got any of those bad batteries in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the ones right. that catch fire. <laughs> no, it's not a Dreamliner. Mm. <laughs> now, uh, lots, of, uh, lots of news coming out of gaming in the last week or so as well. Um, mm. Quite a lot of uh, angry behaviour from some people and uh, some, some backlash against a few noted reporters there, which is not much fun. Uh, ASIC. Our own ASIC uh, has been trying to protect us by blocking websites, but might have accidentally done a few too many. Oops. Mm. And uh, and a few other bits and pieces as well. But if you are a fan of us on Facebook, then you will be looking forward to this one because goodness knows we've been talking it up all week. A new Ralph Lauren shirt uh, that you'll see during the US Open, which has multiple benefits. One one of which which is that it monitors your heart rate, breathing levels and movement, but the other is that it it certainly does seem to be easy on the eye, doesn't it? It's a very nice fitting polo shirt. Right. Mm. So if I wear it, I will look like that? Wearable technology. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, oh, okay. by the way. No need to answer. It's fine. 
And if you are following us on Facebook, you would uh, perhaps be able to go to the link to the lovely model shots of this particular shirt. So oh, feel are. free to, to jump onto Facebook and like us. That's right. You can actually find us on uh, on all kinds of social media if you search for Techno Gaze Joy 94.9. Correct. Um, but definitely give us a bit of love on Facebook, especially if you are Pamela and Andrew, who are our latest Facebook page followers, and of course, all the rest of you too. Mm-hmm. We definitely like you back. Yep, yep. Um, can we uh, have contact during the show? Are we allowed to talk to the people? I think are they we are. allowed to talk to us? They are allowed to talk to us, and you can do that by sending us an SMS 0427-JOY949. Nice. What else can you do, Michael? Well, you could call us and leave a message with Heath on 1300-JOY949. Mm-hmm. I see you can email on onair at joy.org.au. That's right. Is there another one that we can do? I'm just trying to fill in here. You, Mark, what's our Twitter address? Ah, oh, yes. Twitter is uh, at Technogaze, T-E-C-H-N-O-G-A-Z-E. <laughs> it's written everywhere, and yet we still manage not to spell it sometimes. No, sorry, it's just me. <laughs> well, with the gaze without the, the Y and the <laughs> S. We're the gaze with the Y. Mm. Well, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're not going to go into the justification behind the name of the show. We gaze into the world of, you know, that's, stuff. Oh, uh, that's right, yes. Um, so what stuff are we gazing into first? Oh, get around this fire phone. Now, <laughs> Amazon have been trying their absolute hardest to get relevant, and my goodness, they are in a lot of ways, like, you know, buying things online and their amazing uh, shopping platforms and so on. But uh, the fire phone, mm-hmm. which has been out for a while, um, using, using Amazon's, you know, proprietary sort of fire interface and all the rest of it, has not, in fact, set the world on fire, as they say. <laughs> oh, great. Boom, boom. Mm. Are they going to have a fire sale? Uh, well, they might have to. Oh, they haven't really. They haven't moved many units, have they? No, there is an estimate uh, from a fellow at the Guardian who reckons that they've only sold thirty-five thousand fire phones at a maximum, possibly fewer. Mm. Now it's only been available, been shipping for a month, I think. So it hasn't been around that long. Yeah, but this is like a massive yes. online retailer. You'd think they'd have the uh, the market power at least to to push it into everyone's baskets or whatever if they're going to send it out. Uh, maybe they they'd give it away for free if your well, basket size. Maybe, maybe well, they've been tr- they've been dropping their prices on it, mm. and that I don't think that's helping. Not helping. <laughs> or mm. maybe they'll give it away to Amazon Prime customers for free or something like that. Well, this is the phone that we were talking about that time where it had that feature where you could take a photo with the phone's camera and say, "I want this thing on Amazon," and it would look it up on Amazon based on, I guess, the name of the product and a few other fancy dancy things. Yeah. Does it work with those new uh, connected shirts? <laughs> Order me that me and like, the shirt. You're obsessed <laughs> with I the shirt. Sh- I the shirt. You just can't move away from the shirt story. <laughs> You're going to you be need... selling this for the whole hour, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's a shirt. <laughs> but with biosensors in it. It's, it measures and your heart rate. It might be good to measure Michael's heart rate when he sees the picture. So they're going to just on the fire phone. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> Yes. It's just not oh, gonna. It's oh. not gonna work. They're gonna no. have to give up, aren't they? Surely, surely. I don't know what they would do with all of those all of those units. I don't know how many they manufactured to begin with. There's a there's a whole bunch Door of stop. you know Android um, clone phones. I guess you could call them of you know really cheapy sort of like maybe it's just gone into that category where you know they're just not going to be able to push them out. Well, it just doesn't seem like it has that, something... That was such a fapple, loaded <laughs> statement. All these cheap Android phones. Oh, it's, it's, it's well known that the, um, 
the market for, in, that Android represents is a much broader market. It's a it's a broader church than the uh, than the Apple. But church. there's only one right church. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> hey, it's pretty early in the show for that kind of <laughs> Mark's sermon one on one. Should we move on? Probably. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Look, I, I read a couple of reviews after it finally came out, and um, and in fact, uh, VentureBeat, which I think is where we got this story from, had their review as well, and they were like, "Oh, it's nice." You know, they were sort mm. of a bit I on the know. fence. It's nothing it's that's shattering, is it? No. Mm. Shame. This does sound pretty cool, though. This is from Intel. They have revealed the world's smallest wireless modem for oh. the Internet of all the things. Yeah, it's tiny. It's, just, it's a little bit bigger than a US penny. Yes. It's probably like a five cent. Actually, it's a little bit bigger than maybe the size of a 10 cent coin, something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's, mm. um, I can't remember the last time I saw a penny, to be honest, a US penny. Yeah. But it's a 300 it's millimeters a full, square, is that? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, okay. It's a full 3G modem. So, this is for the little devices that we're talking about, uh, you know, that might just sit around your home. You might have one that's uh, monitoring your the temperature of your fridge, for example. Um, one attached to the curtains in your lounge room so it knows when to close because it's getting too hot. Yes. Or, and there's been talk about um, uh, products that would have would be like trackers for your children. Maybe they, you know, to to put them in there. Put the, these. Sorry, tracker for your partner. Well, partner, a tracker for your yes, partner. Yes. If if you would like to take it to that level, definitely. Yeah, that's 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 when they remove it from themselves and put it onto the neighbourhood dog, and you go following them around. But the the, the often the constant challenge with this is having these uh, devices connect to uh, anything meaningful. In, in order to have them provide data back to you, hmm. they need to be able to connect to something. And so to this this chip uh, enables it to be like anywhere really. If you can put yeah. a 3G card in it, yeah, if we've got 3G coverage. And, and a lot of you know the population is covered by 3G, mm. in, uh, particularly in the first world anyway. Um, so, yeah, why not? I think yeah. it's um, probably a good thing. Um, low energy requirements as well. You so absolutely um, know where your car is at any given moment. You could install one in that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody's driving it off down the road. Well, no, I got back from the airport the other night and just I was like, I, I put it in long-term parking, but I didn't really take any notice of where. Like, I didn't note anything down. That so. is a big car park, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it would have to do, actually, it would have to do height sensing too. Anyway. It, it should be noted that it is specifically designed for you know Internet of Things, so um, it's it's not just uh, it, sorry, it is just about um, getting data and you know pushing and pulling that data you know, on a sporadic basis, mm. not on a you know a constant connection to maintain a voice. You're not streaming YouTube on your curtains, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Cool idea, though. That would be pretty sweet. Now, there is plenty more tech news right after this here on TechnoGaze on Joy 94.9. TechnoGaze. Joy 94.9. That's right. It's a quarter past midday here on Joy 94.9's very own TechnoGaze. I'm Rainer, and we're here with Michael, Mark, and Ty talking about uh, all sorts of things to do with technology bits and pieces. We had uh, Peter from Brighton call in. Um, yes. Hi, Peter. Hello, Peter. About Grinder. Yes, this is an interesting bit of news that's come up this week as well. So, um, some of the some of the users of Grinder um, can be identified like right down to their location. Really? And it's not real. It's it's not super flash. So it's you know how like you sign into Grinder, indeed any of those other dating apps, and it says, oh, so and so is you know two miles away, but it doesn't tell you two miles at this many degrees at this corner, mm, right? Mm. It just says they're pretty close. Because you can send yeah. that. You can do a like a map send, and it'll sure, show that user exactly where you are. That's but your choice. That's right. That's yes, right. Yes, yes. But this is something 
this is something quite creepy. So if you're not even signed into the uh, to the application, you can find the actual location of any grinder user to within about 100 feet. Mm. Now, or, 100 or feet is, you know, here in, here in Melbourne where we're lucky to, you know, live in a fairly uh, liberal society is not so bad. Hmm. You know, um, especially I mean, 100, within 100 feet of joy, you know, I wonder if there are any grinder users. Mm. But it's um, room. That's right. Can, on, but, on that note, can I do a show of hands? So who got a message this week? From some anonymous grinder user Oddly saying, "Enough, not me." <laughs> <laughs> of course, grinder is a male-centric app, isn't it? Yes. Um, <laughs> I hope so. But, or and some gender queer as well. But um, yeah, it's. Um, I, I, got, think I got one. Yeah, I got the message. Out of three out of three males. Yeah, I just thought it was a like a like a, a virus or something. Mm. We did spam. Report and yeah. spam and it was because it came from a blank a blank profile. Yeah, mm. and um, said. Turn off your location, and always you you know if you see a whole bunch of links in the in the mm. message, you think, oh, this has got to be spam. Mm. Um, and I would say that if it was Grinder themselves, as in the the mothership company, um, sending out this information, then they would mark themselves as being from Grinder yeah, and, and show themselves mm. as, right. as having you know some sort of authority. But the the tricky thing about this, so so it's actually. Um, it's it's not that hard to do this anyway. Like there are certain phones and or platforms, I should say, that allow for you to change your location as well on mm. the phone. So if you know it, you grinder relies on GPS as in a phone function of GPS. Yep. You can uh, hack your Android to Android phone to actually change the the GPS location that your phone thinks that you're at. So sure. I can change my phone to say instead of being the Joy Studios, I'm across the road somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah, so you can and just see different yeah. people. I've now, literally had I've literally had friends of mine who have used that and said, oh, you're, you're at this location right now. And I'm yeah. like, Yes, and that's very creepy. Like, <laughs> because you are showing your 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 um your location. Or right that, you know. now, a hundred feet is about thirty meters. Right now, that's I mean, yeah, you can sort of go, oh, yeah, you know, I can check out what's happening in Sydney, whatever, rah rah rah. But um, what's probably a little bit more disturbing is that some of the people who have been able to make use of this, hmm. um have been able to identify uh, users of the service in Iran. Right. Right, yeah. Which is not so flash. No. Um, quite a few other sort of places where uh, that is not a popular thing to be doing. Um, people inside various parliamentary buildings and stuff, so, you know, may or may not be out, may or may not be members of parliament, who can say? Um Few, yeah. uh, few mysterious things. Yeah, it's it's a bit concerning, I guess, when it, when it comes to that. I mean, I personally, I, I don't really care at the moment. I'm I'm not too concerned. If someone wants to find me, they can find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if anybody's looking, mate. As soon as my personal security is is being breached, that's that's another concern completely, right. and I will be on the phone to the cops. But yeah, when it comes to uh, authoritarian. Uh, states like Iran and so forth. That is yep. a big, big it's concern. Particularly not so popular in Russia at the moment either. And here are a couple of examples on uh, on a couple of websites of people. Mm. That's it's right. not cool. It's a funny thing because I, I I saw the message and I just ignored it very quickly. Like hmm. you guys, you know, hmm. it's, oh, it's spam. But I did notice some GPS locations in the embedded URLs that, that came through. So I thought, oh, I maybe it's now want to unban it, get the message yeah, back. I, I want to analyze it a bit more now. I have to check well, it out. I did turn off my location mm. on there because okay. I figured, you know, it doesn't really matter that much and better be safe than sorry. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, it was, a, it was a strange one. Yeah, even with the location off, though, I mean, you can also turn, uh, look at the other profiles around you because it's always ordered in in, in distance. In distance. It, it just doesn't say it's sort of you know three meters away or. So I can assume that if you're next to the person that is eight hundred meters away, then you're probably seven hundred and fifty meters away. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's um, neighbour. It's very neighbourly, isn't it? The application. <laughs> it's good it to is. have a street party. Look, it always makes sense to I'm stay sorry. safe online. <laughs> street party. I must, party. I, must, no, I must say, I did meet a neighbour through Grinder, and we've become good friends. Hmm. Oh, so I bet you nice. did. That's the whole idea of the yeah. application. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you say meet, anyway. Moving <clears throat> on. Indeed. Um, okay. So, in in any event, uh, Peter from uh, from Brighton, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, hopefully you're staying safe out there as well. Yes. So keep yep. Turn, turn off the location. If you are concerned about it, turn off your lo- the location feature. When you on, say yeah, safe. Um, in, uh, in the sense of, you know, just if, if you're in control of, of who knows where you are, yes. stuff like that, well, there's all kinds of staying safe, you know. Yeah. Watch across the road, you know, look both ways, etc. If it's now, not on, it's not on. <laughs> that's right. Um, Apple. 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 Oh God, Mark. <laughs> Apple. Uh, Apple have finally locked in their uh, their next announcement for September 9th uh, with a cutesy little hint saying, "Wish we could say more." Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> there wasn't a wink, wink on it, but that would be really cute. I, <laughs> I just heard the wink, wink as soon as I read it. There so must be a wink, wink more. emoji or something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They probably use the emoji uh, sign for it. But um, you know, what does a wink mean actually in in today's speak? What are they going to announce? What well, are Apple going to release? It, mu- it must be a surprise, surely. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, guess. Who could well, possibly guess? Well, it turns out that there are so many rumours going around anyway. There what is, are your favourites? Uh, so, a larger iPhone. So, 4.7 inches for the smallest of the two new phones and 5.5 inches for the largest one. Right. So, the current one is about four inches wide on the sc- Oh, four inches diagonally, I think, on the screen. Right. Which today is really small compared to, you know, most of the Android phones that mm. are sporting close to five or four and a half inch phones. Yeah. Exactly. Also, is that we'll they're, they're trying to get that market share of obviously the people who find that kind of screen size more beneficial. Yeah. But it's just a phone. It's not really set my life but, but on fire, Apple. It's not a phone. It's just a phone. It's your life. So we know. Yeah, it's no, nice. I know that. But it's when I say yeah. phone, I meant internet and also you know, mm. social applications. And But what else are they going to do? What, anything exciting? Oh, my like goodness. Like I want a TV at home, an Apple TV, like a big can they do that? A huge one. I yeah. don't know. I don't think so. No, I think they're going the other way. They're looking for something small that you oh. can put on your wrist. Uh, so watch. the much-rumoured iWatch. Oh, I would love an iWatch. Me too. It would what, be what, so great. What do you think they'll do? Uh, I think they'll chuck it on your wrist. I'm not sure. Um, Tell the time, I'd hope. Every, look, they've been talking about this for ages. Like it's, it's, like, it's like waiting for Christmas, you know. <laughs> It's almost like the Apple television, you know, the big screen that you're talking about. Everyone's talking about talking about it. If the iWatch doesn't come out this time, is it ever going to come out? You could have said the same thing about the phone when the iPhone came out and back in 2007. There was constant rumours about it. But not for years. And everyone was saying, oh, no, it's it's just not going to happen. It's just they're not not doing that. They're, they're, They're a computer company. Uh, no, they're not anymore. Not, not so, anymore. They're you know, your whole life. Might be the watch company. It's just one of the things. <laughs> and and so one of the things that's pointing to the watch rumor is um, a patent that was uh, recently published by the U.S. Patent Office um, that was actually applied for back in 2013 or filed back in 2013, but it's just been made published, mm. made public this week um, over a wireless 
uh, charging technology. Ooh, from really? really? Yeah. Now, I have an issue with this. Michael, start right now. <laughs> Why does Apple decide to come out with a patent over technology that already exists, over mm. which there is a standard that mm. has been applied and used by other manufacturers called Qi? QI. Yes, and we've, we've talked about that before, haven't yeah. we? The, 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 the option, and some other manufacturers are, are doing it already, aren't exactly. they? Yeah. Um, so why are they coming out well, with their own well, Appleized yeah, version? Well, that's what Apple does, isn't it? They, they want to make well, it uh, their own technology so that you're... And they want to make it better than everybody else. And arguably right. they do. Sorry. Hello. No, Hi, no, I'm an Apple fan. Not yet, but not, <laughs> in, not until they don't do it right and then they just manage well. to fragment the whole market. Hmm. But, okay, but when was the last Data. time that happened? VHS. <laughs> what, as in Apple, <laughs> Apple capitulated to, to standards? I don't think they... Well, maybe no, 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 no until they came out with something that didn't work. work. Well, when they, when they came out with something that didn't work, that they... I mean, arguably iTunes on Windows is one of those things, but aside from that... <laughs> Um, I mean, they at, just, at least it didn't delete your folders. Right, but like so thinking about the Lightning and uh, and Thunderbolt standards, for example, they just don't give a rat's about you know, oh USB, who cares? Like, yeah, stuff yeah, but, like that. Uh, you you should, know, it should be pointed out that the Thunderbolt standard is actually a standard, just no one else is really picking it up. That's <laughs> no, that's the, right. The, there is so there is a difference with wireless charging definition. because. Automotive manufacturers are looking to put wireless charging bays in, in their cars so you can drop your phone into, you know, the char- the just throw it in, don't worry about having to plug it into charge mm. and stuff like that. Like so, that. you know, you, you're creating physical things and if you're creating multiple standards, then you restrict your customers into, oh, I need to buy that car because I've got that type of phone mm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've I already it's by started. design that Apple do this. Yeah, I know <laughs> it is. They've started doing that with the integration to their to their um, entertainment units as well, right? Like the Apple ones are very specific manufacturers yes. as opposed yes, to, to general. Yeah. And, and yeah, that is going to be pretty interesting, I think. I think we're probably going to see a little bit more about that later. Certainly with this one, we're going to see some stuff about iOS 8. At yes. the very minimum, yes. and Yosemite, which is uh, I still haven't tried out. No, I'm I'm waiting for the full release. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't so do I. a beta. I, yeah. And and purely because the features that are that are in there that I'm I really want are features that will only really work when when um when it actually goes full full production, full gold standard yeah. or whatever the what, terminology The, the one to flick something from your screen onto your computer? Yes. On your, from your phone onto That's, your computer? I can't yeah. wait for that feature. I really can't wait. But the, the connection, sorry, going back to the wireless charging and the um, watch thing, they're, they're, there's a lot of connection between that because apparently that's a sort of a prerequisite for Apple to do a watch is to have wireless charging. The reason for that being a design reason mm. of, of you know ensuring that it can be an enclosed... They don't have um, to put a port on it. Yes. Like a, yeah. And but having to plug a watch yeah, into something yeah. at the end of the day is a bit silly, right? I know, because you, what you really want to do is take your watch off at night, put it on the bedside table and pick it up in the morning and it's fully charged. At the end of it all, the most important question is, can Grinder go on the watch? <laughs> that's Michael, have you researched this yet? As, as we often ask on this show... <laughs> Does it run Grinder? It's like, it's like the new Can It Play Quake. <laughs> Does it blend? Does it blend? The, Does it the, the product does not exist yet and therefore pre-release reviews are embargoed. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Now, there has been a bit of a rumour getting around as well about Apple uh, thinking about a... Um, you were calling it a maxi pad, which I was finding really uncomfortable, Michael. I think the iPad maxi I, was what I was shooting for. iPad maxi, maxi pad. Isn't, isn't maxi pad a technology thing? Or am I missing something? It's... No. <laughs> no? We had a huh? very long... I mean, yes. Yeah, yes. You no. can, you can oh, find it... Oh, oh, that's awkward. You can find oh, it in the bathroom aisle at the local oh, supermarket. Oh. Right, oh. so... 
Um, Ooh, sorry, guys. Not sure about that. <laughs> um, but it's somewhat bigger. So at the moment, the largest iPad you can get is 9.7 inches. This is 12.9 inches. And apparently that's what they're gearing up to get in marks, which I think is really interesting because I thought iPad sales are declining and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, but maybe they're thinking that they're declining because there are, you know, competing screens out there that are bigger. Mm. Do you want a bigger screen? Why don't you let us know? Um, 1300-JOY-949 is the number to call or send us a text 0427-JOY-949. And while you think about that... Uh, we have some very important things to tell you, so don't go too far here on Technogaze. 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 Um, and we're talking tech, obviously. Now, I know we do talk about Apple a lot, but can't really forget that the uh, that Microsoft released the Surface 3. What's that? You know, that tablet thing. <laughs> the tablet that we sell that everyone loves? Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hater of the, the concept of the Surface, and I'm, I believe I'm on the record as well as saying that I'm not a hater of Windows 8. That's right. That's right. I'm outing myself on air right now. So the Surface Pro 3 is apparently going to fix a few things. Because we're talking about this is the Surface, which has um, started its days with the Surface RT, I think it was, which was like a really sort of dumbed down. Oh, a hinky uh, little little thing. Couldn't run very much. Yeah. RT really trash. And then the <laughs> and then the Surface Pro, which was which is all right. Um, which was number one, and then and number two has come out. Yeah. Yeah. Now the Surface Pro came with that cover that you know it was a bit hard to type on. Um, you could only so fix there was a the cover screen. that became a keyboard as well. Yes, and which you is, could only have the screen at a certain angle, oh, okay. and a bunch of other stuff that just made it not quite as good as a laptop, even though they were really shooting for that. Um, but this one, the Surface Pro 3, they are thinking that um, they're going to hopefully solve a few of those problems. So the screen angle, um, bits and pieces mm. like that. I I don't know I, if this doesn't sell. Well, what's interesting is I think th- that's it. they're putting it up against the uh, MacBook Air in terms of spec-wise. And that's right. And we've seen them offer that before as well. They had that offer going a little mm. while ago where you could trade in your MacBook Air for a Surface Pro. Yep. Was it a Surface Pro or a Surface RT? Uh, Surface Pro, It was yeah. about the well, same time as uni started back as well. So it was really sort of going for that student sort of market. How many Surface Pros did you get for your one MacBook Air? I think you only Not got one. one. Not even, no, it was like a cash, you could actually use it as a voucher to go towards the purchase of or something. Really? Because, yeah. yeah, you can, the other thing about the Service Pro 3 is you can, or the Service Pro, I should say, is, mm. is you can spec it a little um, more, you know, um, granularly than you can oh, okay. um, your typical Apple That's right. product. That's right. Um, um, screen size, does anyone know what it is? Um... No. Off the top of their heads, no. <laughs> I personally haven't seen one um, yet. But although we did just get a email from listener Andrew who says, Hi, guys and lady, in relation to the uh, the iPad. Hi, guys and lady, don't need a bigger screen. 9.5 inches is more than enough. Going any bigger, you might as well get a small laptop. That's mm. not usually the way I hear that sentence ending, but... <laughs> Raina. What? Are you making a... A euphemistic <laughs> joke. This is a. I okay. might be. So um, for the Surface Pro three, there's a bit of an identity issue it's about as well. That size as well, though. It, it does. It, it's the size of a MacBook Air. It's you typically got a keyboard attached to it, even though you can pull it off and just use it as a touch device as well. Yeah. What is it? Is it a laptop or is it a tablet? It's kind of trying to choose between both but that's the whole paradigm with running windows on on that type of device is it and it's trying to be it is trying Mm. to be both it's trying to say you you know if you want me to create content i have a keyboard i can do that do you want me just on the lap in front of the tv where you just want to have a look at things and yeah i can do that as well Mm. now it's still a little uh it's a little bigger than the ipad air it's a little bit heavier than the ipad air 
Um, but it does also have, you know, a proper grown-up uh, Core i7 in there and stuff like that. So it sounds like it's going to be a pretty exciting bit of hardware. Yeah, but core- again, like, what's the point of all that, um, all that hardware if you're just pretty much going to sit on the couch watching Game of Thrones or whatever and talking to your mates? <laughs> Well, sorry. You know, it's it's it just seems like a, an awful lot for something that maybe you're not really gonna. Mm. It's like you're not doing, ma- you know, unless you can do the really full-on video editing on it. And yeah, what's stuff. the point of all that? Um, battery life apparently is okay. Um, geez, I hope it. I don't know. I hope people actually like it because I can't help like feeling that if this can't sell then we won't see any more surfaces ever again. Well, Microsoft, give up. Are, Microsoft are trying to push towards a, a product and services uh, company as opposed to a software company. So I, I don't know that this would be the, the last attempt at that anyway. They, they're probably still seeing it as, see it as being a fledgling, fledgling part of their business, yeah. right? It's sort of, you know, they're trying to get their, their feet mm. established. And with the new um, Nadella... His background is definitely in, in that space. So, hey. I, w- I wonder how much of the um, success or the take-up of the Surface is related to the underlying operating system. Because you know, Windows 8 is nowhere near as popular as Windows 7. I still love it. Yes. And a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. There's nothing in there that grabs you that says, oh, I really, really want this. I, I need no, this. that's true. So is this product more likely to take off when there's the next version, Windows 9? And assuming that that's, you know, well, good, then... there's the rumour that that's not too far away, well, is Windows 9, and that they're going to be picking up yes. the pace on their releases because obviously they're seeing how, you know, how poorly that's worked for them in the past. Yeah, well, I think when the current product is bad, you release the next one quicker, and when the current one is good, you just delay and delay and delay. Yeah. <laughs> Hence, I'm gonna, Windows XP is still super popular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fly the Microsoft flag again there. I think they're trying to move to a, a quicker product cycle in general, right? Yep. As you know, There are current issues, but I suspect mm. that the Windows 10 will be pretty quick off the mark as well compared to you know the difference between XP and what was the one after that? Um, Oh, Vista. Yeah, you tried. I put that out my mind after that. You tried to erase that from memory, but we all know. We all know. It's it's interesting in terms of these li- uh, software life cycles because you know Apple has been releasing OS ten on a yearly basis, mm. quite yeah. regularly. The from a browser perspective, um, you know, start off probably more with Chrome and now Firefox. You're doing continuous releases. Yeah. So there, there seems to be this let's upgrade feature more often rather than have this monolithic oh you've got to wait three years before the next yeah, one and the old way of thinking at Microsoft with a, with a whole new OS release was you know a very software developer thinking oh we're going to replace the entire file system you know yes. we're going to replace the entire subsystem of blah yep. and that created a whole bunch of issues mm. for them when you know they tried to actually implement that and found that it uh, was buggy good, as hell good luck to Microsoft I say yes yes yeah. Indeedy. Now, moving on to a bit of gaming news. Now, there has been some uh, pretty disturbing stuff happening over the last couple of weeks with uh, a number of uh, gaming personalities being harassed and in some really ugly ways. Mm. Now, um, one of those people is Anita Sarkeesian, who I think I've mentioned on the show before, and I think we may have mentioned on uh, Sci-Fi and Squim a few weeks ago as well. Um, So she's a blogger and a media critic, and she's been bringing out these videos called uh, Tropes versus Women in Video Games. And they're all about, you know, well, here's a game, you know, here's here's a trope that's used, and and here's how it's, you know, probably not, uh, not so flash in terms of, you know, the treatment. Yeah, it's the a, treatment you know, of women, you know. Humanity. Exactly. Um, now, for a number of reasons, we don't have to go into a ton of detail, but there is a lot of awful stuff being levelled at her. Mm. Um, threats and all the rest of it, you know, and, and, you know, comments about what she's doing and, you know, people going, oh, it's a conspiracy, oh, it's corruption and blah, 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 which is, you know, um, 
honestly a bit beyond a joke, but it's actually getting really ugly. So she was actually forced from her home this week because of people sending her threats with her genuine actual address and that of her parents. That's dreadful. It really is. Now, often when this happens, people are like, oh, you're gamers. Oh, they're so sad and all the rest of it. But here's something that I think that has been happening that is really good is that when you have uh, characters who are are doing that sort of thing, um, you have sites like uh, Polygon and The Virgin and all the rest of it going, well, you're not welcome here. You have Kotaku and stuff Mm -hmm. going, you're not welcome here. And uh, now our very own uh, games at on.net. Oh, games.on.net rather has just come up with this really it's an absolute ripper of an editorial going you know what if you are so threatened by equality you don't belong here either yeah that's it um, they've had enough which is great i think yeah point and so the editor wrote a, a post tim uh, tim Cowell is his name um uh pointing out the like the, a few examples including uh, anita sucky's in uh zoe quinn zoe quinn as well, as well. um and he also described the, the ridiculous situation. So um, just with Assassin's Creed 7, they introduced um, an option to change your gender as, as part of the sign-up process. And I, th- I believe it was just male-female as a, as a choices. But mm. just the introduction of that, so just to be able to choose your characters being female instead of uh, only male, um, caused a whole heap of vitriol, a whole heap of... You Crud. Assassin's Creed 7. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm it may be the seventh game. That's but what you pointed to. That's what I pointed to. No, as no, in the, the, oh, the, right. in the, in the, in the post. Mm. I'm right. not a gamer. So it may, be the, it may be the seventh actual game, although, like, oh, they've got this weird numbering thing. Anyway, but no, I, I just thought of it because there was actually a joke game called Assassin's Creed 7 that got announced last oh, year. Anyway. Hopefully um, it's not. I don't think he's talking about that. But, um... Yeah, it's, so it's, fi- yeah. Mm. yeah, look, it's possible that he's actually also referring to that prank because that was the thing about the prank. They're like, you know, oh, blah, 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 you can play as a woman and people are just going absolutely spare over it. Mm. Um, yeah, look, people, people's reaction is the is the thing where the, the vitriol... It's, it's exactly, like, why? that's the point. Why? Yeah, why would you get so furious about it? And I guess the significance here is it's games.on.net. It's actually a pretty, pretty decent platform or um, community local to Australia. Yes. Um, you know, it... it came from the internode um, sort of uh, their own free zone area which is now owned by INET but hey it's still a, a very viable sort of community to, yep. to go to for your gaming yeah. stuff and it's good um, that there's somebody standing up and actually saying it mm-hmm. and we need more people to do that he's literally oh. said here's the door if you yep, yep. have a problem with LGBT people being represented, if you have a, people, a problem with, you know, um, uh, feminism or, or women, um, you know, mm. thinking that they are destroying games, he's actually, this is uh, the words he's using, um, then then get out. Just don't go mm. to the forum. Yeah. Don't, yep. don't post. I've been a long-time proponent of the idea that um, it's really up to media organisations now to say, well, you know what, we don't care about page views as much as we care about keeping a good mm. environment around here. And you have so many websites where, like, the comment section is just this feral cesspit of misery and, and awfulness. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's our engaged community. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no. That's just... Do you not the, want? Yeah. And... and, and I guess it, it it will enable uh, safe havens in a in a sense. I guess you know communities that do allow for people to to feel comfortable will be the places but to to go. What right? you shouldn't do mm. as a gamer is ring a SWAT team <laughs> on somebody that you're playing with. <laughs> That's enough. It, there's a live video stream at the moment that was posted during the week on YouTube captured mm. a truly terrifying scene where <laughs> heavily armed members of a SWAT team burst into the office of Jordan Matheson, who was uh, in Colorado, just 
playing a game mm. and uh, they uh, were called to they were playing Counter-Strike and uh, yeah somebody playing against him has called the SWAT team saying yes he shot a few people yeah, he's got an arm, armed hostages they've burst into his room and of course it's being streamed on a there's a new on um, Twitch yeah Twitch, on yeah. Twitch and uh, yeah so you can watch the SWAT team entering and of course if the SWAT team and the police ever find who did that uh, uh, practical joke they're going to be in a lot of trouble don't do that obviously mm. you know I wonder if the people who was gaming with at the time would be high on the suspects list. Oh, I yes. Yeah, sure. and, then, and then, of course, you know, they have to see how anonymous that is. And it's one way to re- win a round, I guess. Well, yeah, it's a bit over the top. Because well, that can end badly, too. Because what, they're a bit, you know, yeah, especially yeah. if they think they're walking into something that... Uh, and if you're a gamer, you might have some, you know, replica guns. I don't know. Or something. Or who can say? You know, if you start screaming or whatever, or, you know, you've got people in the house. Oh, jeez, who could say? And it's, hmm. I mean, this is happening in America. Like, there's probably a few you know, gun owners um, who are ready to defend themselves when they hear someone banging well, the door. Well, that's the, that, well, that's the other thing too. Oh, mm. that, could, that could end really, yes, really poorly. Bad, I mean, badly. can't we just stick to pranking people with pizza orders and stuff? Like, come on. <laughs> There's a delicious pizza at the end. <laughs> that's right. Come on. Yeah, so if anybody wants to prank me with a pizza, feel free. <laughs> I can cover it. <laughs> Indeed. It is 18 minutes to one here on Joy 94.9. You're listening to Techno Gaze. We'll be right back. Techno Gaze. Uh, back to the technology. Um, <laughs> ASIC. Yes. Our, regu- our company regulator. That's right. Um, are out to look out for our safety and all the rest of it in terms of scams and frauds and all that sort of thing. And in the pursuance of that fine goal... They are eager, aren't they? They really are. They're super eager. They accidentally blocked 250,000 websites because they weren't really sure how IP addresses worked. Oops. <laughs> how many were they intending to block? Uh, not many, 30 or something. <laughs> That's not a bad hit ratio when you think about it. Um, whoops. So yeah. how did they... I mean, I understand that they didn't understand IP addresses, but why then is somebody who doesn't understand that making decisions on what to block? Well, there you go. Um, I'm not sure. Look, what they were trying to do is block... Um, you know, there are websites out there that are like, oh, you know, send us, send us all your money and we'll send you more sure. money back. So, or, you know, we'll send you a Russian bride or whatever it is mm-hmm. that they're talking about um, that, that people have um, fallen, uh, fallen victim to. And I guess they just... I don't know. I know sometimes I get some very specific requests from from people mm. to do a, a certain thing a certain way, and mm. they are pretty insistent that it must be blocked that way, and they don't necessarily want to hear it. Yeah, I, I, when you tell them no, this is not the first time that this has happened either for for this type of IP no. blacklisting stuff, either by the Australian no. government or any government. In fact, wouldn't you think they would have figured out by now at least some sort of process to ensure that whatever they're doing is actually not going to affect a whole bunch of okay. legitimate sites. Yeah. Mm. This happened last April. Apparently they had done it before, but the sites that they blocked weren't exactly popular and nobody complained, so they didn't know they did the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And, uh, you know, it, ju- it just shows that they, that they think, oh, if I block an IP address, that will take down the site. Well, you know, that IP address may be used by other websites that you don't want to block. Mm. Mm. They have, now, they've stopped blocking. And I think they're probably working on some sort of process to uh, make sure that this doesn't well, happen good. again. Because our <laughs> lovely government are always on, on the ball with this sort of stuff. Yes, but, uh, but, you know, ha- happy for stuff to be blocked that shouldn't be seen. Like, really nefarious yeah, stuff. Nefarious stuff, absolutely. Um, mm. yeah. hey. hey, speaking of the government, um, Senator Ludlam. 
Oh, yes. Because we're, we're all a bit hot for Scott here in this room, I think. <laughs> he's um, He's got lots of questions for his... Uh, for his Is that going to be the next collection? Full, full hot for Scott. <laughs> so, Scott Lodlum, of, of course, is the communications spokesman for... For the Greens. The Greens, yes. That's right. And uh, he's relatively savvy. And uh, something that I think was entertaining this week is that he asked uh, Senator Brandis, um, mm. who, of course, is the Minister for Arts, the Attorney General, um, a bunch of other interesting things um, about... <laughs> what he does. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to insert my own names then and I probably shouldn't because that's there you go. mean. <laughs> um, anyway, Senator Ludlam asked, well, you know, um, what's going on with all of this mandatory metadata stuff? And it was a uh, pretty amazing uh, pretty amazing series of questions um, and said, given the Minister's description of what metadata is, will you agree to publish your own metadata for a period of one week? <laughs> because after all, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. <laughs> oh. Good question. I thought it was a good question. Uh, Senator Brandis did not. That's because he didn't understand the question, I would have thought. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hang on, I still don't know what metadata is, mate. I'm just going, come on, give me a break. Ah. Um, now, the metadata thing, of course, comes from, uh, there's been talk about keeping a whole bunch of metadata about ordinary Australian citizens like ourselves. Mm. Um, and, of course, the government saying, oh, metadata, it's just stuff about what you're looking at, but it's not actually what you're looking at. <laughs> but it seems like maybe people are not necessarily always as good at uh, maybe explaining their understanding of it. And Senator Ludlam is, uh, is one of them. Mm. Or lack thereof. Uh, yes, well... Um, it, it goes to the point of not actually having that term, what metadata is defined um, yep. yet. And, and I guess, you know, what better way to get it defined than to ask the person who is promoting this particular policy... Um, That's right. You know, to, ...to show us his own. That way we'll, we'll know un, in no uncertain terms what, <laughs> what we're going to get. Right. Yeah. That's a good question. I think I think that's a little bit shady. Like, surely, if you're going to legislate for something, then you should be fairly clear about what it is that you are asking for in yeah. you know enshrined permanently in Australian yeah. law. Even when the, the the flag is going up the pole, when they're even just trying to work out what the policy is, they should be able to, like any competent government, any competent um, you know agency or whatever, should be able to define what it is that they're talking about. I mean, I'm okay with a with the, the you know politicians not knowing exactly everything about everything. That's why they've got a support team and we pay taxes. Well, where, where, where was his support team well, to brief him? Then that would be my next question. They <laughs> might have been sending him an email, but apparently um, Sloan doesn't have a computer on his desk. So, he's, he's, I don't know. Still gets Mr. Brandis, you mean? Yeah, Sorry. Have, yes. Mr. Ludlam certainly does have something he's, on his desk. He's he's amazing. He's, he's got like, like YouTube him. presences and oh, Twitter presence. Yeah. Loves his internet slang. Probably have a maxi pad in the future. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's not technology, right? Yeah, no, yes, got, it is technology. <laughs> Indeed, it was very entertaining. Uh, yeah. So, um, who isn't answering their email at work though? Germans, maybe. Oh, well, maybe. Yes. Oh, after work. This is pretty interesting. Mm. Um, what do you speak of? What do we speak of? Uh, a story floating around this week that suggested that uh, in Germany uh, they are thinking about putting a ban on after-hours work emails and calls what? to reduce your uh, your you know Stress. work burden. Yeah. Yeah, your stress and all the rest of it. Um, there are a lot of studies that suggest that people are constantly switched on for work. Yes. And I mean, I think I'm one of those people yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, as well. You know, yeah. I'll just have a sneaky look at the old working. Well, I'm definitely one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're one of those like game players as well, you might be like, oh, I'm going to answer this email at 10.30 instead of waiting some there in the morning so everyone can see what a dedicated person I am. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I think that's a bit scummy. But, um, but I'm sure there are people that are out there doing that because there has also been that sort of study where they go, well, why do you do it? Well, I do it to save face. 
Oh, really? People? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hmm. It's right. not, so this not is how thing. naive I am. If I'm sending an email at 10.30 at night, it's just out of practicality. <laughs> right, right. It's, you know, you're doing it because you kind of have to or whatever. Well, let's just get it, get it done, get it over with and move on. I think sure. the, the worst thing of this trend is if, if employers expect their employees mm. to be doing this. That's true. Because, you know, I'm paid to work and I may have flexible working hours, but I'm paid to work a certain, you know, duration of time. And I shouldn't be expected to put more than that in. Can go- I mean, obviously, the Germany thinks that government can legislate this. Yes, so it's it's being framed as a uh, OHS issue for yeah. them. So, okay. um, and I mean, I'm sure you can imagine if you're quite stressed out, then, um, then you are going to be... Uh, not as productive at work, you're possibly yeah. going to be a bit of a burden. And I suppose that means that they can use it, and like I don't know what their unfair dismissal laws would be like. But if you know that there is an expectation, and they can approve that an employee employer is wanting you to answer emails after hours, but then right. they have this policy, then that's a yeah. yeah if okay. that's an un- unreasonable expectation on your safety, hmm. um, then I can't imagine why that wouldn't be a grounds for you know. Something I don't I don't really know a lot about what's going on yeah. in Germany as regards to that. The, big, the biggest problem with this, of course, is how do you enforce and monitor it? Because one of one of the things that I find annoying, and it started off when I had a BlackBerry, and yep. even now that I've moved into Android, is I would love to be able to turn off my work email on schedule, mm. so that these emails mm. didn't come in and the phone mm. didn't mm. you know ring, and I say, oh, it's a work one, it's a private one, and, and mm. do that type of thing. So, I mean, that would be really nice. The only way I did that when I was uh, doing you know, office work, more so, was go on holidays and actually have to delete the email account, which is impractical. Yeah. Yeah. The um, iOS platform does have a do not disturb, disturb function, which can turn off all the alerts and yeah, stuff. But, yeah, but, on, on all sing- the alerts. but not on a single email account. Yep, so no more grinder yeah. notifications for you. If you mm, want to turn your no, things off after work. My, my problem at the moment, specifically to work, is we have a bug in one of our programs that's sending an email once an hour when it shouldn't be, so my phone rings every once an hour. It's like, we, you need to fix a bug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's right. this is the incentive for someone to fix a bug. Now, we, isn't, we, it, isn't it true as well? You work with some teams that are in other time zones anyway. Like, isn't it going to yes. be a bit tricky for you to not answer your emails after hours sometimes? Yeah. And if, there's a, if there's a proper crisis, you can't oh, yeah. make them wait until like it's 10 No, but, time. but then I think there, ha- there has to be different ways to escalate those crises. Yeah. So it's not just, oh yeah, I, I hear a buzz on my phone, I check it. because well, that's we'll, see how the, we'll see how the Germans go and then if it works, we can adopt it. We we're, had we're, a, anonymous. An, an SMS mm. in yes. from Anonymous who said, um, hi guys, in France it's now against the law for employers to contact employees after hours. Uh, yes and no. This was a deal struck between two different unions. It only um, covers about less than half a million employees in France, so it's not the whole of France. Right. Because a lot of people like to poke fun at France because they, of course, have 35-hour working weeks and mm. good stuff like that. Um, but yes, it's only between a, two, two sets of... Um, Lovely pastries. Employee unions where this has been agreed to. Mm, I still think that would be nice to spread it around. Great champagne. Sorry? Great great champagne, yeah. No, I think that's a great thing to spread around. I think that would be a really lovely, uh, you know, precedent set and hopefully Hmm. some other people will join in. In the meantime, though, I mean, I guess for you as an individual out there, listen to land, or, you know, any of us in this room as well, I know I have to work really hard sometimes to switch myself off from work and it's doing me a great number of favours. Yeah, it's a a good thing to just turn off all devices, even... For social stuff as well. Get away from screen. Somebody wants to call me. (sighs) That just sends me into anxiety as soon as you say that. What disconnect from everything? Are you kidding? What am I going to do? You can get. You can actually get a phone-shaped slab of plastic that is about the right (laughs) weight of your phone. We talked about it last last week. week. Oh my goodness! You missed it. I'm sorry. I am sorry. (laughs) But have we got to the clothing? 
Oh, oh, we have to do the clothing really quickly. Yes, we do. Oh, my goodness. You're listening to Technogaze. It's uh, six minutes to one on Joy 94.9. We'll talk about some very tight-fitting shirts right after this. <laughs> Technogaze. Four minutes to one here on Joy 94.9, and we are, of course, coming to the end of another hour of Technogaze. And as usual, the time goes way too quickly. It really does, but we are not letting you go without telling you about these amazing shirts. This has okay. gotten us very excited, hasn't it? Well, you can so, tell, because in the prep notes, Michael, all you've written under the link to the story is benefits. pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the eye. <laughs> That's if, right. If you want to see the photo that Michael's referring to in that respect, you can jump onto our Facebook site. That's right. And, and it's only visible if you like our page. But what is it? It's a yes. Polo Ralph Lauren shirt. It is going to be used in the US Open for ball boys and ball girls to wear. And no, not monitor. ball girls, only ball boys. Oh. Ball girls are, are excluded. Oh, why? Wow. Yes, I don't know. I know. That's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> and it's only for certain ball boys. Ripped. Oh. But they're, um, I think they're, they're doing it to, uh, A, monitor the... the f- the conditions that the ball boys well, are, uh, are under yeah. are under because yeah. especially great oh. if they did at the Australian Open because it gets really hot for those poor kids. It can get close to fifty on those courts. However, the really appealing thing is when it moves on to the players because mm. they're the people that we're going to be perving on. And uh, <laughs> and we were thinking that possibly if you're getting those sort of biometric readings back from a person, yes. you could use it in other areas of your <laughs> life, like the boudoir. So I would love to have, like in you know, a certain situation, I might be uh, having intimate relations with yes. um, a certain person. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And, uh, no, not no. that intimate. Just well, intimate. Well, no, because like, you'd have to take the shirt off eventually. But wouldn't anyway. it be cool to have the information as well? Maybe not as you're doing it, you but, know, it's but life. each of you wear where's, a shirt. Where's the romance? <laughs> no, no, no. This <laughs> is all about technical. We're, we're talking about after the fact. We can analyze the the data. So I it. see. At this moment, I did this. You didn't really enjoy it because your heart rate didn't go up. But then when I was at this rate. <laughs> You were at that rate. Mm. Ah, Let's try and work on this. Big data. We're going to uh, pitch that to Ralph Lauren for the next model. <laughs> it's uh, technical guys. The idea is... It's going to be the beta testers. Oh, we will always put a couple of volunteers. Hand, hands up. Oh, dear. Now, um, there were a couple of little bugs with the thing. One of them was that uh, a Ralph Lauren spokesperson said that when they were demonstrating this and somebody was running but their heart rate didn't appear to go up, it's not because the model's heart rate wasn't going up, because they weren't sweaty enough. Oh. Oh. So you have to be sweaty at the same time. Yeah, mate, <laughs> I'm just saying. This limits the number of intimate situations that I could use this in. Oh, Possibly. indeed. indeed. No, no, you might That's need a little spray water bottle to <laughs> make sure there's proper contact between the electrodes and the skin. Oh, you guys. Bless. Uh, we know too much about what Mark gets up to now. Oh, and so will uh, Polo Ralph Lauren, I imagine, if it's all cloud enables <laughs> and stuff. Yes. Could be a, could be a cloud stored history and whatnot. That is sadly all we have time for today. Uh, if you missed any part of today's show or perhaps you're looking to peruse previous episodes, you can do so by browsing to joy.org.au slash a technogaze. We also post them on our Facebook page and whatnot as well, so you should definitely check them out. Coming up next is the 1pm News Bulletin with Jim followed by Cravings with Pete Dillon. Thank you for joining me, fellows. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. For having me. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. It's been great. It certainly has been great. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend, and we will catch you next week. Bye bye. Happy bye-bye. birthday, Mel. Techno gaze on Joy ninety four point nine.
This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.